Welcome to Bourbon Sauce. Today's episode is called Saucy on Main Street, where we compare the differences between mom and pop shops versus corporate sized ones. We have Ryan and myself, Dan. Grab your favorite bourbon and join us for the show. Before we get into it, Ryan, which bourbon are you sipping on? Barker 7. Say what? Yes. What did Barker you what, 7. A what? You, Bakers, you mean? Yes. Yeah, okay. I'm already barking, I guess. <laughs> Christ. Woof, woof. <laughs> I don't know. Should we redo that? No, that's, that's funny. Yeah, that's that's pretty good. Yeah, like so it. Barker's. Oh, my God. Baker's. Yeah. Baker's. So Baker's 7. Um, pretty smooth. Um, pretty flavorful. Run you somewhere between 60 to 70 bucks, depending on where you find it. Some places more. Okay. Well, me... I am doing the St. Cloud bourbon because I haven't sipped on this one in a while, and I decided to pour it again because it's it's good. I like it, and I'm doing it neat today instead of doing my typical start off with the cube and then go neat. But right, well, it's a it's about a hundred and fifty dollar bottle of bourbon, and uh, it's pretty good. I like it. So, when you think of mom and pop versus big box or corporatized stores, restaurants. What do you think of for let's go breakfast places, right? What is what is a mom and pop? What do you think of when you when someone says it's a mom and pop or you know a corporate place? What do you, what it comes to mind for you? So mom and pop comes to mind for me. Um, a good example would be the country diner down the road from us here. That would be a good mom and pop for breakfast place. Oh, and opinion. for those that don't know, that's in Clarksville, almost on the way to Aaron. So. I mean, technically Cunningham. Yeah, right. Um, Just past the high school on the right. Yeah. Yeah. And it's I, I would agree if it's it's something that isn't found in every city. It's mom and pop places to me is basically a local owned business that yeah. you, you know, you, you're local not owned, yeah, local it's, operator. It's a small establishment that you're not gonna be able to find anywhere else. And sometimes chain restaurants start off as mom and pop places, kinda like Bob Evans back in the day. It was just like a mom and pop, and then it blew up, and then uh, became a big old chain. But everybody got to start somewhere. Yeah, and I think mom and pop to me, the portions are usually better. Yes, and the price is better. Yes, and the food quality is better. Almost, and almost every time you go to a mom and pop place, so is the the staff as a whole. Y- yeah, so like the quality of service, I think is they're more friendly. They're right. more personable right it's because, more of a family atmosphere yes and that's kind of what i think when i hear a mom and pop place i think of family oriented small town you know very intimate settings good prices wholesomeness well, like, i mean you know what i mean like country style living so like the country diner's been around what 1942 i think God, i don't know yeah, she I said it's, it's been around for yeah 1942 ever, almost Probably as long as they've been alive, they open it, and it's just been a staple for that area. Right. Because, I mean, the people that show up in there, there are people that are probably closer to their 70s, 80s, you know, that come in on a regular basis. And then there's, like, our age bracket. They'll yep. come in there. And, I mean, they know us by name at this point. Well, now, yeah. Uh, just like most places, we end up, we frequent it, and next thing you know, everybody knows who we are. Right. Uh, just because we're social creatures. But... When you think of that level of quality, 
and then you think about what you get at a corporatized restaurant, like say, I don't know, uh, Cracker Barrel for breakfast, right? Mm-hmm. The prices are a little bit more. Yeah, usually, typically. And you, they have more staff. Yep. And they have uh, the store front that they've got all their goodies that you can buy. Right. And they've got all the shit on the wall that you can stare at, and you know, so you're, you're paying for a lot more, which is why the price is more. So you're paying for the the store that they have, which is usually fucking enormous, and so they have to pay for a bigger rent. Uh, the experience that you're paying for for the gift shop, and the fact that they have more overhead for the more staffing. True. Yeah. So, you know, when people think about, oh, well, you know. Mom and pop places just can't do it because they're they're just not successful. No, it's not that they're not successful. It's just they have a smaller cost and they usually have smaller staff because of that. And because they have a smaller t- staff, usually have a longer wait time. Yeah. Whereas the big bigger stores, they have more cooks, they have more staff, and, and so the food comes out a little bit faster. So that people don't, I don't think they're thinking about that when they're paying that extra cost associated with the meal. Because you know, you go to Cracker Barrel, it's like. $30 check usually just for a breakfast because you figure your soda or your tea or your coffee, they're charging you for all that shit. I feel like two people can get out for breakfast at Cracker Barrel at about 30 bucks. Okay. And then you figure your mom and pop place, sometimes it's $5 a plate. Depend, yeah. You know what I mean? Depending on what you get. If you get two eggs, bacon, and, and a piece of bread and, and a coffee, it's like eight bucks or something. Yeah, now if you get my my... Breakfast smasher down there. Your fucking mound of food. Yeah, you're. Yeah. I mean, even then, we're still out for two plates of it, twenty two bucks. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it's a massive amount of food. I mean, it's like two giant pieces of chicken, two biscuits, mounds of gravy, potato slices, and uh, fried eggs on top. And and the fried eggs on top, and it is a delicious, delicious plate of food. I will tell you that. It's well worth going to that place just for the breakfast. I haven't been for any of the other meals, and I know you've gone. Yeah. And you said, did you say they did a meatloaf or something, or a fish fry? So, or? so they do. They have a meatloaf occasionally, and they typically, I say, I think it's Friday nights. Yeah. Is the fish fry nights, and okay. it's it's pretty good catfish. Yeah. Not gonna lie, pretty good. Um, but Saturdays is the only day they do biscuit and gravy. Right, because they make it fresh. Yes. Which is another thing that you don't normally get with corporate stores is it's usually made pre-made food or the kitchen does it the night before or right. two nights before, depending on whenever they do their stuff, the prep, prep meal prep stuff. Yeah. Um, so freshness, that's another good key factor to think of when you talk about um, mom and pop versus big corporate places. The other thing that I like about mom and pop places is the intimacy, and I kind of touched on that a little bit, but it's just the family side of yeah, it. Yeah, it's very you know? family-oriented. Whereas when you go to these bigger places, you're just a number to them, and they kind of you kind of get lost in the, the wash of, like, they don't really try to take as much care of you because it, it's volume-based. Whereas a lot of these mom-and-pop places, they're not worried about the volume of people that are coming in. They're worried about the quality of people that are coming in. Correct. So... I, that's why I also like going to mom and pop places because you you do get to know them and they they it's it's just a good atmospheric like it's a wholesome feel you know what I mean like you just can't you can't put a price on that you know for me anyway um 
do you think there's any any value added to a mom and pop store versus corpse corporate store that I we didn't already touch on? No, I mean not really. Other than like the staff, obviously, just a caveat. I mean, typically your wait staff is inexperienced with corporate stores. Mm-hmm. We've had good wait waiters and waitresses. Yep, but we've also had those that are just like, "What do you want? Uh, yeah, do you want this? You know that gum smacker? Oh, oh, I'm sorry, we're out of that." Or you have that one who takes your order, goes to the kitchen, mm-hmm. comes back to tell you, oh, we're out of that. You're like, well, I'll take this. Okay, they go to the kitchen, come back. Oh, we're out of that because, well, they didn't take time to memorize or learn. <laughs> or even ask the kitchen, ask hey, by the way, what of. are we out of tonight? Exactly. Yeah. So you I, you get a lot of that. They're there for a quick paycheck, and they're just trying to do what they have to do to get that check and get out of there. Now, for others, other places, like we, we like... The Desert Rose Cantina, which is there in Dixon, and yep. it's off Main Street, which is why I kind of named this uh, Saucy on Main Street for the episode. Because done that a time or two, we've done it a time or two down there. Um, I like the fact that, and a lot of people, it's confrontational, but they do have the QR menus, and it's hit or miss as to whether people like that. But the part that about it that I like in particular is it's real time, and they can update it on the fly, and that way you know if they're out of something. It's not on the menu. And if they change something and, and substitute it, it's it's on the menu. True. That's if you have somebody who is actually going to go in and update it. Not saying that that doesn't happen, but right. I've also had the cases even at these big corporate places that now have the QR code right. where it's like, oh, we're out of that today. I'm like, well, your menu yeah. says you have it. And that's just on that managerial staff normally right. that they're not keeping up with it. And they... And I don't know if that's maybe a problem with the bigger box stores that they don't have access to the menu because it's a corporate menu and it's across hundreds, if not thousands, of storefronts. Possibly. So they may not give them administrative rights to update it, which if they could do that, oh, my God, that would be a game changer for all right. these corporate places. But the smaller places that are you know, personally owned, mom-and-pop type places, they have access access to all that. So... I think that's a another great dynamic for them to capitalize on is like to tell their customer base like, hey, by the way, because we do this QR code thing, we can actually real time tell you what we have available or what we don't have available. So it's not like a guessing game. And it, it doesn't really hurt the, the wait staff either because they don't have to then go back to the kitchen and constantly ask, hey, do we have this? Do we not have this? True. But at the same, same opposite side of that coin, if you're manager staff, even at a small mom and pop, and you aren't updating that right. when you're out of something, yep. then you really don't have a leg to stand on, and I can be like, well, where's my regular menu? Because yeah. either way, it's the same, same. Now, the downside of the QR thing, you know, obviously, is if your phone is finicky, sometimes it doesn't want to pick it up, or right. maybe they just have a bad QR code, and it's... Yeah, my phone does not like the QR code For whatever reason, there. and you have a Samsung, which is surprising, because those are good phones, so... I'm a little surprised that yours doesn't pick it up. I pick up Hooters every time. Hey. But I can't pick up theirs. I love picking up Hooters. You know, they're they're my favorite thing to pick up. Right. Uh, speaking of Hooters, being another one of our favorite establishments for wings, because we go there Wing Wednesday, like, religiously. Yep. And we know the people there, and they're great people. We've gotten to know the GM and, and the rest of the, the folks there. And the quality 
of their food comparative to a mom and pop place is different too. Oh, very much so. Very, very, very much so. You know, um, they do good portions there at Hooters. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But again, because they're they're stuck to whatever the corporate system is having them order. And, and then you have that breakdown of, are they a franchise or are they a corporate store? Yeah. So there is a difference too, uh, which I didn't know until we talked to the GM and it was like, oh, there is a difference between a privately owned establishment where they're not actually part of the franchise. They're not like a franchisee. You've, you've or the, well, you have essentially have just paid to have that franchise tag staying your place as a Hooters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which it, Whereas corporate, you follow every the single, Hooters Bible. Yeah, and that's kind of the one here is they're following the Hooters Bible. So it's it's different because, you know, it's just different. But I do like certain other mom-and-pop places for wings just because, personally, they can order their own supply, and a lot of those places will get the bigger, like, the jumbo wings. Yes. And you're like, oh, yeah, like, this is what I'm looking for. Um, So, again, the difference between mom-and-pop versus a corporate big-box place is you have flexibility as who your vendors are going to be. Right. So that that's a good thing to have that flexibility because if you find a vendor that's fucking trash or they're overcharging you for small bits and, and whatever they're nickel and diamond you say if it's ranch and you're getting this watered down ranch versus like a thick right. creamy ranch, it, it's a big difference, especially in the like your consumers that are coming in on a regular basis. They're gonna notice that kind of thing, and that that's I think another great quality is if it's a mom and pop and you give them that real time feedback, they're usually more receptive to that. True. Now here's here's a good one, and you can caveat on this one as far as mom and pops go, right? Mm-hmm. So small town where I'm from, yep. had a barbecue joint downtown. Only yeah. place in town you could actually go in, have a beer, have a drink, yep. and eat food. Only place in town. Yeah, okay? Barberville. So the alcohol kept them in business. Yeah, for sure. Because we have tried their food several times. <laughs> yeah. Okay, and we're talking about a place that's supposed to be. A barbecue place. A barbecue place, right? We're talking, give me the cheapest rack of ribs you got. Give me the cheapest pork shoulder. Whatever's cheap on the truck, you give it to me and I'll cook it. We're talking, I had ribs come out. I wouldn't feed to a dog. I mean, I might if I don't like that dog. Well, you know. Now, granted, they are closed now. They're out of business. Right. But that's what hurts a mom and pop there is, one, their wait staff. I mean, you're, you go into a place that can seat over 200, almost 200 people, right? and you've got four waitresses, and, and it takes me five people in there and it eating. takes me 20 minutes to get my drink, and then another right. 10 minutes for her to come back and take my order. Yeah. You got staffing issues. Well, it, that is a, a problem for a lot of places, and it's not it's not just mom and pop places that are, are hurt by the staff. It's everywhere. Because oh, I agree. But I'm saying, like... You can see the impact oh, yeah. on a mom and pop establishment. It's drastic, versus, yeah. yeah, for sure. Because in a small town environment, once you sour that relationship with those locals, that's it. You're fucked. Well, or, I mean, you already had a hard time in Barberville, anyways, because you're on the Bible Belt, right? And all your true right. churchgoers are yeah. like, "You serve alcohol. We're not coming in y- there." Yep. But you know, a place like. Um, I don't know. Let's pick um something in Clarksville. 
Strawberry Alley, for example. Yep. If they have bad weight staff, which they do, it, sometimes they're not hurt as bad because of the volume of people that are coming through there because of the limitations of places people can actually go to here in Clarksville for food in the downtown area. So they can get by a lot longer and at some point it will catch up, but they can get by a lot longer than a mom and pop place because mom and pop places have a smaller margin of error when it comes to their consumer and who, and the, the people that are coming in and out of that door. Right. But like with strawberry alley, it is a mom and pop, but right. you're on main street you're within walking distance of everybody from Austin yep. P. So a lot of your college kids don't even think about waiting staff and nowadays. The other thing that they've got going for them is the fact that it's a college town and a military town. So you yep. have a turnover constantly of people that are willing to give that place a new try. Correct. So whereas a mom and pop place, you don't have that turnover of people, and it's it's harder to well, stay alive. Town, a small town mom and pop. Right. Yeah. So it's harder to stay alive in those places unless you can captivate that consumer base and, and show them, like, hey, we've got great food, we've got great service, we've got great environment. You know, whatever it is that you're trying to pro- provide for the consumer, it's consistent. And it's, I, that's the biggest key, I think, for small mom and pop places is consistency is key agreed and it's uh pretty easy to win best barbecue in the city when you're the only restaurant serving yeah. barbecue in the city i remember seeing that when i walked in i was like isn't this the only place that's got barbecue right now like, it, just so if just, you say like best barbecue in kentucky right that would be different that, that would be different you'd have some accolades that you better be fucking putting up well in your... i mean at some point you're in a magazine you're on the tv right right you're so that not... better be framed on the wall right. like hey we went to this this place in fucking memphis where there was 20 vendors that showed up and we won first place yeah. out of 20 places like oh shit all right you that carries some clout like What's I would, I'm wanting to try your memphis style fucking ribs correct right but if you if don't I have know... that and you claim yeah. Get the fuck out of here. If I know, like, if, if the hype is there about this particular item on your menu, right. and I show up, I'm ordering it. Yeah. Unless, unless I can't consume it now. Oh, yeah. Thank now, you for that one. Well, quit but, getting fucking bit by ticks, dude. You know, you know, it is what it is. Hick, I guess, you know. Ticks and ticks. <laughs> you know, things just like to suck on me. <laughs> I'm going to leave that one alone. Yeah, things suck me dry too, but it's a different story. <laughs> but I mean, that's that's what I'm getting at. So, like me, I'm a. I guess you would call me a foodie. I guess. Well, yeah, we, we you and I both do enjoy going to places and trying them out and giving them, you know, giving them a fair shake. I've we, been because we'll go a couple times. But I've been waiting on you, kind of like how you talked about the dating thing, the difference with our dating uh-huh. approaches. Yeah, like I'll get up and leave. Right. You'll eat the food. Yep. I will be like, take this shit back. Yeah, you're, I mean, you're a I will true Karen it, will, when it comes no, to that. I will do it co- politely. I'm never yeah, rude yeah. to the staff because the staff Mildly is not their sometimes. Not the waiting staff. I never have been mean. The waiting staff, it's not their fault, usually. Yeah, unless they're incompetent, which we've run into we've, that a couple we have times, too. too but, but typically, if you screw up my, my order, yeah, it's going back. I want it fixed because <laughs> if I'm paying for it, I ask for this. It's no different than if you want... If you want work done on your truck, right? Yep. And I know this is a sore topic. Yeah, but if you want work yeah. done on your tu- on your truck and it's not done right, are you going to take it back? 
hundred percent. Exactly. It's, it's it's generally under warranty, and it, again, even if it's not, even I'm if it's saying, not, if you're it, I'm still going to take it back. So, I I agree with your methodology. Just please I, be polite about it, because it, it's not usually the waiter or waitress's fault. Right. Every once in a while, they fat finger something, or they miss something, or they misheard you, and they they don't put it in. And and they're people just like everyone else, and they have good days, bad days, and they're distracted just like all of us. And so it, it's difficult because, especially if you're hangry or you're a hangry type person, right? And you're waiting for however long for your food to come out, and it comes out wrong. Like when we went to Old Chicago, right? And the pizza came out, and it was totally disgusting, like three times disgusting. We gave them three chances to make it right, and they still fucked it up every time. Now I love pizza. And I love old Chicago, but whatever reason, whoever they had in the kitchen that day was just fucking annihilating these pizzas. We had a new waitress. Yeah. Yeah. She was shit hot. She was on it. I wish I remembered her name, but that's been way too yeah, many she bourbons our ago. drinks and our, our uh, appetizers she, and everything else real quick. on it. But yeah. then when the pizza came out the second time wrong, or no, the first time it came out wrong, from then on, she just strictly did appetizers and drinks. Yep. The manager had to start dealing with our pizza from that and point on. And he still fucked it up. Yes. He said, I I went, I'm going and making it myself. Right. And he brought it back out and it was still fucked up. We were like, come on, bro. Like, we've been here now I'm almost like, two the, fucking hours and we haven't even had our pizza yet. The middle of our pizza should not be doughy. It shouldn't be doughy. And it shouldn't be when I pull a piece of pizza, all the toppings fall off. Very true. I don't want that much grease on my pizza. It should never be that greasy. That you don't want you it to up, just slide right out. No, no, not in or out. I don't want it to slide in or out on me. No, oh, we're talking pizza. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah. No, not even a little bit. That's back when I could actually eat red meat. I know. Yeah, we I, had the I kinda, Sicilian. You know I I'm think. gonna have to. I'm gonna have to just go out on my own this weekend and go there. Uh, now you know I'll have the chance. But I think that that shows you the other problem is that corporate stores they're a volume place so even when they're with their hiring their their turnover ratio is higher than a lot of mom and pop places so mom and pop places i historically and you can correct me if i'm wrong keep the same staff pretty much as long as they can like it's a congruent factor that they know this is a known I variable mean, short of you committing murder or just being a complete douchebag they will keep you as staff it, yeah, and like the country diner that we go to, it is a family-run place, and it's literally three generations of family running that that spot. And they run it like it's a, it's I guess a steam engine. It's they great still stoking the coals, dude. It's it. They are flawless, and there's only been one time that I know of that has been a little hiccup, and that's just because you know we forgot to get us our milkshakes, but. Yeah, that was it. It was remedied on our way out of the door, which was still fine because it was like, you know what? Yeah, these would be good home little, little on the road road snack or whatever but on I, the way back. But I would say a key takeaway for mom and pops: don't go in and expect your food to be out like a fast food restaurant. Yeah, hundred percent. I agree. It's with not that. what it is. If you're going, this is, I guess, my biggest one of my biggest pet peeves is seeing mm. people like throw a fit because it's taking forever on their food at a sit down restaurant. First off, you are going into a sit-down restaurant. Right. That means you're sitting down, you're there to enjoy, you're there to relax. 
Agreed. Socialize. Agreed. So if you're there and you're in a hurry, then you you're shouldn't the be place. there. Yeah, exactly. you're in the wrong place. Now, fast food, if you want fast food, then by God, hit you some fast food. But there's plenty of small mom and pop local places, sandwich shops, burger joints oh, like God. Kelly's Burgers on Riverside. There's all kinds of sandwich spots. There's all kinds of food trucks. You know what I miss about New York when I lived in New York? All the mom and pop delis. Oh, my God. So fucking good. You know, that's the only thing I liked about the one trip I took to New York. Yeah, man. The pizza is okay. I don't like New York style pizza. I'm not a fan of the big floppy pizza. I do like that they're giant slices, but I don't like them to be super floppy. You know, it's like titties. I don't want to be super floppy and sloppy, but I do like You'll to try have, them once. But I do like them big, you know? But uh, I like when it, Pizza Hut crust. I don't mind it as long as it's the stuffed crust. I don't. I ain't even talking stuffed crust. I'm talking like the pan where it's crispy, yeah. just like the breadsticks. So that's why I like Chicago style pizza mm-hmm. generally, just because it's got that you know meaty. Yes, crust. I like a little bit of crunch on my crust. Uh, yeah, you got to so try it up. That's a little why. Bit. That's why, like with Domino's. Yeah, it's thin crust. God, I nothing. wish they had an East of Chicago pizza place here. It would do so fucking good. East of Chicago pizza. Oh my god! There's your franchise opportunity. I know, but they want. I think you have to be. Uh, one point something mil liquid, like right off the bat. Yeah. And while I am at that point, I just don't want to fucking do it. Like I don't want to. I don't want to absorb that much to then see it squandered in some way, shape, or form. I'm just not a huge risk taker in that manner yet. Right. I think when when I get farther in my life, I might I might do it then. But right. Um, when you think about other places that are mom and pop. Which ones would you prefer over over corporate places? Oh, 100%. My, one of my absolute favorite place on this planet, on the continental U.S. Okay. Let me backtrack. Let me back it up. Yeah. On the continental U.S. Because I got places ab- in overseas, yeah. My absolute favorite place to eat in the continental United mm-hmm. States that I can't eat no more is the Hamburger Hut in Barberville, Kentucky. Oh, oh man, we did go to that place. We they got had the cheeseburger box. They were so good, and the French fries there are really good. And I, I forgot about wedges. that place. God damn, that place is really good. Only place I know where you can get potato wedges that look like a French fry, and let's say a Arby's curly fry yeah, had a baby. It was those are that I forgot about that place. God damn, and the coleslaw that come in the burger box. Yeah, I don't well, like. I'm not a fan of coleslaw, but that coleslaw okay. is better than most places I've had coleslaw because I. But I can't eat it no more. You can have most of it. You can. I, I can have everything but the burger. You can have the French fries. I can, and you have, can have everything have coleslaw. but the burger. What's <laughs> you can the have point? the bun. What's the and point? You can make a coleslaw and French fry burger. What's the point? <laughs> it's just torturous. There is no point. Yeah. So yes, absolutely. My favorite place. What about overseas? Is there any, anything that you've seen in your time overseas where there was a difference between mom and pop versus corporate? Oh, places. I mean, come on. After after the initial surge and everything yeah. settled down, right? Mm. Obviously, I mean, come on. You had green bean coffee. Thank God for green bean. Oh, they're not I, corporatized. They're no, corporatized. No, but what I'm saying, thank God for green bean over yeah, Starbucks. That's an coming in there, thing. right? Right. But I would take green bean over Starbucks any day. That stuff will but make right? you clear out your bowels with how much goddamn caffeine are in those things. Totally worth it. But like. <laughs> We're talking corporate comes in, right? You get Burger King, you get McDonald's, you get all these KFC, little right, these little Pizza pop-ups. Hut, yeah. But it's only on the big bases, right? Yeah. My favorite thing was to go to the bazaars and eat the local foods. Yep. Okay. And the so the chip wraps in Afghanistan mm-hmm. were one of my favorites, okay. right? 
And when I say chip wrap, if you're British, it's French fries, right? Right. And foot bread. And for people who don't know... It's foot, freshly made. It's freshly made with their bare daily. feet. Yes, daily with their bare feet. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And then you have ham bread that's a little thicker. Well, it's like naan, yeah. basically. Yeah. I, I, I'm, yeah. I'm joking. But it's, it's but so it's good. But it's so good. What they'll do is they'll take a big roll of this mm. foot bread, as we called it, yep. and roll... They'll roll cilantro and fresh vegetables and fries and kebab. Right. All up in it, right? Mm-hmm. And then they would always bring me a bottle of a mini bottle of A1. I don't know where they got it. Didn't care, but they would always bring me a middle mini they bottle of A1. They stole it off the back of a truck somewhere. Hey, who cares? Yeah. Little bitty, I'm talking like. I know what you're talking yeah, about. I've little seen mini it. bottles. I've seen it. So I would douse it, right? Well, the kebab was goat. Okay. Obvious, dude. Amazing food. It is. Like, we're talking pots of potatoes and rice. I, I, Dude, you could feed a family of 50 and that's for 10 bucks. That's how they roll. For 10 there. bucks. Yeah. I would say uh, my favorite mom and pop store locally right now has to be that country diner. Just because of the quality of the food and the rapport that we've got with them. 100% um, locally agree with you. If I were to go anywhere stateside, that one's a little harder to nail down because I've been to a lot of... I'm a foodie, so I, I there's a lot of places I've been to. In New York, there was a place that I loved that uh, was called The Dugout, and they had great pizza and great wings, and the beer was like overflowing all the time. If I was overseas, again, I'm in agreement with you that some of those places in Afghanistan... However, when I was in Turkey... There was a place that served up chicken tava, and it was so fucking delicious. And it had like this melty goat's cheese on top of it with this. It almost looked like salsa with the way they did the tomatoes. It was like stewed tomatoes and the cheese and the chicken. And oh, it was so good. So fucking good. Well, even like when I was in Iraq and Syria, like chicken tikka and all this other stuff. Yeah. I, I, I don't, I don't know how else to explain this, right? Yeah. Because in in the continental U.S., people would look at this and be like, "Oh my God, you're you're cooking that over a trash can or whatever," right? Fuck Whereas it. it's like you're talking like what you see how they cook, you would be thinking somebody's trying to survive apocalypse now, right? And then yet we're literally eating it, and it's like it's a gourmet meal. Well, that's you know right? the difference between first Falafel, world, all this stuff is just. You got to think first world versus a third world country. And the places we're in, oftentimes when we're deployed, are these third world countries that we're coming in to try to help bolster their economy and save them from some make-believe fucking bad guy. But, you know. Touche. It's fucking good food. Oh, it's amazing. It's absolutely epic. I think that's the best thing about mom and pop places is that the quality of food that you get is always better than the corporate stores. The only ones that I can say are top, tip-top corporate stores are like the Ruth Chris's, right? Or well, Fleming's or... And uh, I wouldn't even necessarily go as far as Ruth Chris because I've gone into Ruth Chris and actually had bad experience with food. Well, you can. And that, it, every, one, every restaurant is susceptible to that problem. However, the quality of meat that they buy, the quality of everything is a little bit higher, which is, comes with that cost that you right. are paying for. right. So that's something else that people don't understand about a lot of these high-end corporate places that you go into, whether it's an electronic store or a food store or a clothing store or whatever. 
The reason that the cost is so much is because the materials or the uh, goods that they have are higher. So the beef, for example, you get Wagyu beef at Fleming's or right. you know one of these other places down in Nashville, like STK, and you're gonna pay. You're gonna pay for that because one, the market value is taken into consideration, and if you don't think that that factors in, you're a goddamn idiot. Because realistically, if if you want quality, you have to pay for it. Whether it's a vehicle, clothing, housing, anything that you can, as a consumer, buy, there is an associated cost that comes with that. And people, I think, get uh, narrow-sided. Or they're 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 just not realistic about what they're 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 paying for. So I don't know. You know, I do have a question though. Yeah, and, go for and, it. And I, I I with you dropping your Q and A stuff on our on our mm-hmm. episodes. Any listeners out there? I do have a question. So there actually there actually was a, a for the light bulbs, right? They had a a meeting for all the light companies yeah. years and years ago. Yep. Your light bulb is pushing too much wattage. Your light bulb is pushing too much wattage. Yep. So if you're not within these standards, yep. you get fined and all this I stuff, remember right? That. Yeah. So it kind of that was years ago. Years ago, right? Years. Like okay, fifty years ago, but mm, probably no, way longer than that. We're it was like a, Edison years ago. Yeah. So long, long time ago, right? Long, so long with that, time ago. With that, you think about it, right? Vehicles don't last as long. Mm-hmm. All this other stuff, animals being injected with hormones and all this stuff. Yeah. <clears throat> What's your question? Same way with the light bulbs. Is there a similar thing for vegetables, meat, all that? Is there? Is there a? Yeah, the I, FDA. You, oh, so it's the FDA that says your stuff has to be here, 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 or here. Yes, hundred percent. Or USDA when it comes to beef, right? So you yeah. have FDA that approves uh, medical, um, USDA that, re- that does uh, uh, beef. I forget what the one is for um, vegetables, but there, it's a farmers association. That, that right, does. but what I'm getting at but is they're all they're all in cahoots. They're all in cahoots. So, not, it, it's you can't get away from it. It doesn't matter what it is, big oil. But we're not going to be conspiracy theorists on this thing. But F. FTT, baby, FTT. Farm to table. Yeah, that is but some of the best mom and pop, food. Absolutely. Which is why mom and pop places win nine times out of ten on quality. My biggest. A lot of people bitch about the time that it takes to get their food, but it's like, dude, you're you want quality food. There's. I was just talking about this at work literally today, and it was like you can either get it cheap, fast, or quality. You can't get all three. You can either get quality and fast, or you can get or uh, quality and cheap, or fast and cheap. But you can't get like you can't get all three at the same time. No. So and people are delusional where they're like, "Well, I want fast quality," you know. And it's like, no, you can't have all. Th- you can't have it. And I don't want to shit my brains out every time I eat Taco Bell. Yeah. Well, yeah. I'm just saying, like. Uh, you know, it just depends on how they the quality of their shit meat that they're putting out. That processed meat that's not even real meat. Everybody's like, "Oh, it's got the beef." Like, oh no, they they actually had to go through this whole process now, where they actually have to put like percentage and all that. I understand all that, but that's the, pretty wild. It it's still not real beef. 
I don't give a True. shit what any of these fast food places say and how many statistical reports they put out. There's nothing natural about whatever they're feeding us in those fast food joints, whether it's Taco Bell, Burger King, McDonald's, uh, who, whoever, um, Taco John's. And you I know do, what's I do funny? love me some Whataburger, though. Whataburger is good. God damn, I had so to get good. a water chicken, but by God, I didn't complain about it. It's still what you want. I, I would say, I would say... Bourbon brain. I can't even unfart it. Like I can't clear. <laughs> I can't clear. Shit it out. <laughs> Come on, goddamn it. Yeah, yeah. I can't even clear the processor right now. Yeah, you got too much buffer in the cache. Um, when you think Damn, about, I knew I shouldn't have looked at that food porn. If you think about a restaurant that you would want, or a business, even if it's like just a normal business, mom and pop type place, what would it be and why? For yourself, you got same anything? thing. I've literally thought about for. Years, a it's, masturbation shop? No, I do that on my own. Well, I figured if you're so good at it, you might as well get paid for it. Why? I, why would I pay myself? <laughs> I'm just saying. You know, you got to do. You never mind. I uh, say no. you masturbate other people. You uh, get paid for it because you're so good at. It. Uh, you know. No. No, really. What would you? What would you do? Uh, so I've always like. I have these ideas, and you have these ideas. Yeah, we have right? great epiphanies and, when we're and, drunk. And then they tend to actually sometimes overlap. Like, I had a, I've always had a strong desire to run, at the very minimum, a small farm mm. and do farm-to-table Yeah, and have a restaurant. Yeah, you wanted those, uh, sh- what are those, the uh, Highland cattle? Yeah, Highland cattle, Yeah, right? And I wanted to, I wanted to do a restaurant. Mm-hmm. Would you serve up Highland beef? Yes, I wonder what that tastes like. It's super good and super lean. Hmm. So, like, let's say you do a, a Highland ribeye. Yeah. It's a lot leaner. Less marbly. Less marbly. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's so rich. Hmm. It's buttery. Mean, it's, uh, yes. Yes. Okay. They are considered hmm. a forge cattle. Well, I get they're just forging, but it that's yeah, an interesting concept. They're a, they're a lot leaner. It would be beef. a farm to table with the Highland cattle. And then would you do barbecue or would it just be like burgers or burgers and dogs, beef dogs? So I like, kind of wanted to now do it. You a, can't have beef. How would you taste it to know it's any good? I would have to have somebody else do my tasting and help cook. Oh. So, yeah. uh, like, I wanted to do kind of a, and an it, I, I wanted it to be a, it is what it is. Right? Right. And, yeah, and no so frills, the, no. No, yeah. no, no. Like, that would be like, it is what it is. That would be the name of it. Okay. Right? And what do you do for that? So each each day, whatever there's a special menu on that there's a special on the menu. Mm-hmm. And it's it is what it is. Okay. So whatever it is that you have for the special, and that's that's what you can order and that's it. No, Nothing else. There's or? there's there's basic stuff like some burgers and stuff okay. like that, right? But every day there's a different special and when you come in you order it is what it is. Okay. Right? And yeah. then obviously the wait staff would be like, "Well, do you have any allergies to this or this?" That's it. I'm not explaining. So to you're you, not going to have you're shrimp not getting on it. the menu. Oh no no no! You just have so so. You, know, you got to have some po boys. Oh, like I would keep it. Or is it going to be like like what's the theme of the like other <clears throat> than that? Would it be a uh? So it would mainly be beef and pork related. Okay. Right. Yeah, that's what I was trying to figure out. So there's no chicken, no shrimp. There would no... be some chicken. Like obviously, you have to have well, some okay. alternative options, right? That's not you a bad idea. To, it's not a bad right? idea. But ultimately, 
I mean, after, like that's what I wanted to do, and just have that one item on the menu. It is what it is, which yeah. is the chef special. Okay. I'm I don't not... care what you want it to be. I don't care. I'm not describing it. Are you allergic to X, Y, and Z? Nope. Okay, you ordered this. That's what you get. So it is what it is, and it's a mystery. It's like it's mystery a, meat when exactly. you're in a fucking high school. If you're, you're going like, to what order the fuck it, is that? If you're going to order it, that's what you're getting. You just got to be prepared to eat whatever exactly. the fuck shows up. It is and we've it, already so cleared it's a gamble. Your, yes, at and that we've point. already cleared your allergies. Okay, but that's always going to be like you're talking. That's your twenty five thirty dollar plate, right. and that's usually where your steaks coming or something like that, right? Yeah, no. Uh, but I think, the Dogs of War was my favorite restaurant idea. Yeah, that was a pretty good idea that we had. Uh, hot dogs and different stuff. Just and, everything, barbecue, yeah. the whole nine. But yeah, that would have been a good one, just because of been veteran owned. And everyone's got a war story. It's kind of like uh, AMVETS or a, you know, a VFW or American Legion or any of those places, but it would have real good food because a lot of those like places, AMVETS and all that, it's usually fried finger foods. You right. Know? Uh, mozzarella sticks, wings, um, whatever the hell they can drop in a deep fryer or a microwave and then they bring, bring it to you. But Dogs of War, we would have done a little bit above and beyond where it would have been barbecue and, and burgers and different stuff and beers. So it could have been called Dogs of War, burgers, beers, uh, bitches, or, uh, you know, because different, different dogs. dogs. Yeah, you know, right. I'll play on that. But so, uh, so if you were going to, what would yours be? I would do a barbecue place. So more or less like what we've Similar talked what about. Similar to what we've talked about, yeah. Yeah, the Dogs of War mm-hmm. thing. Because I... I I truly enjoy doing that, and we've done it before. We we smoked meat over a course of a night, and mm-hmm. um, and you saw how everybody got crazy the next day. Yeah, they loved everything that we we Especially provided. Especially that so. smoked mac and gouda. Yeah, that was a shock for everybody. Like, what smoked mac and gouda? Uh-huh. Like, yeah, we're fucking yeah, highfal- I, I we're rec- highfalutin in this bitch. FYI, yeah. listeners, somebody forgot. Or didn't realize that there was a little bit of a plastic edge around the Gouda cheese. Oh, so yeah. So when they I were slicing that. it. On one. I, I had to go back and be like, wait a minute, what is this? Yeah, that red shit. I forgot all about it when I was slicing <laughs> the cheese. I, I, debauchery. That was my fault. Um, So worth it. Yeah, it was worth it. But hey, that wraps it up for us here at Bourbon Sauce. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed today's episode, please like, subscribe, share with your friends. The more you like and share, the better chances are we can grow our channel. Plus, the algorithms love it. Also, check out our Instagram page, www.instagram.com slash bourbon sauced, where you can see clues on upcoming episodes, as well as see photos that pertain to our podcast. And this is the best part. You can message us there, and we will interact with you real time. Hope you come back. Until next time, enjoy your favorite beverage and get sauced. Cheers. Cheers.